Hey, what's going on, my friends? Welcome to another episode of the Awaken Life Podcast. You know me, my name is Victor, and I'm here with my lovely wife, Patty. Hey, guys. And today we're going to share with you three keys or even three words that will help you help lead you to a healthy relationship after awakening. And this, when I say relationship, we're going to be talking from our own experience as a couple, as spouses, but this information will apply to any type of relationship in general. This is stuff we learned in the trenches <laughs> over the last decade. Um, so I'll go ahead and get right into it. Number one, I wrote down allowance. And this is very important and something that's very hard to do. It, to allow your partner to process at their own rate, come to their own conclusions and their own timing. Allow your partner or your friend to, to have issues come up that influences their behavior that you have to deal with. Just to allow them to have their own beliefs, allow them to have their own stance, allow them to be who they are, right? Do you have anything to add to that? I, I'm going to go deeper, but that was just sort of my my uh, introduction. But you want to touch on that? Just allowance, that's very important, right? Yeah, I, I think I'll touch more on, on it like as we branch out a little bit on that topic. Okay, so here's one of the things that... Uh, helps me what sort of like helps me allow you to to like go through your own stuff is to look at myself honestly and to to really recognize that there are times a lot of times when i'm a basket case when i'm acting out of my own patterns and my own conditioning and then i i can notice that you are really good at letting me kind of do that Mm -hmm. you don't try to get in there and change and fix me and micromanage me um because that's extremely frustrating for, for people when, when others try to st- step in and, and like heal them. Well, it's also frustrating for the person that's trying to do the healing because everyone processes things at their own rate. Mm-hmm. And if you try to force someone because you're feeling uncomfortable, that's incredibly selfish of, of you. You know what I mean? So it's like that person has to to go through what they have to go through in their own time to get the message or the healing that is necessary for them specifically. And if you, or if I was to try to speed that up for you, it might skip over some things that you, um, need to dive deeper into Mm -hmm. instead of, uh, having you go through it at your own rate. Right, right. Yeah, it almost ever works, even when you try. Well, because your healing is usually, especially, especially the really deep, deep healing that needs to happen. That always comes in layers, anyway, and it comes in waves. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's always a process. Right. I would say, I guess, like playing devil's advocate here. that there is a challenge though. It's a challenge because like say, for example, and the same will go for me as I use you as an example, when you're in a funk, we'll say, when you're processing, when you're, when you have some stuff up at the surface that's causing you to act maybe a little, a little bit bitchy or a little bit like, you know, irrational or (laughs) something. I never act that way. (laughs) (laughs) Bad bad example. But you know, I can feel the energy. I can feel your angst in yourself. So 
being being like sensitive, which we all are, mm-hmm. um, it's tempting to say, you know what, I want to heal her so I can sort of clear the energy of the house. Yeah. So it really takes a lot of effort to sometimes and 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 like focus to just nope, I'm going to allow her to do this because mm-hmm. she allows me that space. But in the beginning. I was much worse at this. You were always kind of allowing, but in the beginning, I used to try to like, you know, I used to be a personal trainer and I would, I'd like to hear problems and solve them. Mm-hmm. So I'd say, oh, let's just map this out, honey. You got an issue? Uh, right. let's, let's fix it. Let's take some action. And it, the part of that just comes from you being more analytical thought, like your thought process is like, here's a problem. Let's come up with a solution. Right. Whereas like, I don't operate that way. So for me to allow you to go through your process is much easier. More natural to you, yeah. huh? Yeah. But yeah. that's that was a, that was a very important thing for me to 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 uh to come to grips with mm-hmm. is I just saw okay even though in a sense I like to think my my uh my efforts are genuine there's a part of it that of course comes from me wanting to fix you so I don't have to deal with it mm-hmm. but it's it's just not uh and also as not effective it doesn't it never worked well and because you care about me and my well-being you also don't want me to suffer you yeah know? So that's it's, part it of it too from a, that yeah a good place um for me it being the person that you you know like when I was going through the issue and you were trying to like fix the issue mm-hmm. it was hard for me only because I didn't know how to verbalize in a in a healthy way at that point in the in the beginning of our relationship um that I didn't need you or want you to do that so it took me also time to learn how to verbalize like I'm okay processing this alone right you know and and then we can once i've processed enough then we can work together if you want you know yeah but it it took me many years to be able to to say that to you you know now now it's much easier you can you you say um do you want my advice or my opinion or do you want me to just listen but most of the time I say, I just want you to listen, you know, right, right. Right. and I have to bite my tongue the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say expanding upon this, this can, this can reach well beyond, um, is, is it, is the word spousal relationships? Is that a way to say it? Or is that a made up word? I just made up. I don't know if it's a whatever relationships word, but, with partners. But, but yeah, I, what I meant to say is that your, um, like spouse, relationship or a friendship relationship or anybody yeah. family like Fam- ex- oh yeah yeah family. like allowance like for example when you start to wake up you realize that most people aren't yet going through your process mm-hmm. and and it's a natural tendency to want to bring everyone um into your in, into the awakening experience because you're seeing wow this is so valuable this is so exciting this is so helpful this is mm-hmm. so important um but it, it can take a lot of uh, the choice to accept that everyone is different. Everyone's got their own journey. And I would say that a lot of people have a lot of unnecessary conflicts with friends and family members because they're not doing what we're, do- we're talking about here. They right. go and they, they say, hey, you should read this book. You, this is going to help you with this. You know, yeah. they, they try to press their journey onto other people who just are not ready for it or it's not relevant for them. Mm-hmm. And that creates friction rather than like, like we, I did that in the beginning a lot, as I yeah. talked about. But now, like we get along very well with our friends and our family, like from back home, because we just allow them to be who they are, and they, and then, and, and then, 
and in turn, they kind of allow us to be who we are and we're kind of out there in their mind. Yeah. Um, but when we try to <laughs> press into them, you need to be changing your diet because of this and, and you need to be more concerned and, and, and mad about this situation. Don't you care the world's corrupt? Right. You know, it's like, you know what? Let them be and then there's ease. Right. And also, I find that um, ever since we started doing that, it's been actually more helpful. Like... Um, <clears throat> To give like a, a quick example, um, I have a family member who just came out as transgendered and that was a struggle for my mom to, to deal with. And um, she sort of came to me for advice in that matter because I don't push my beliefs on her, you know, so I kind of, you can be helpful to someone even more so because they see like, oh, they're not trying to get me to think a certain thing. They're just trying to get me to accept what is, mm -hmm. you know, and to yeah. allow everyone to have their own journey. That is like the key to, to being able to allow everyone to have their process, you know, right. because that's really a fact. Everyone has their own journey and their own life experience. And, um, who are we to, to change that? You know, that's, yeah. that's not our job. Our job is just to, to, be. to be and to love everyone. Yeah. 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 That's in fact, that's funny. Cause I was just about to kind of touch upon that in a slightly expanded way, something that really helps me accept people. And it's, it's hard. It's hard. Like, say you have a, a good friend that you've like grown up with. Like I, I have this, my buddy, Derek, we're very close friends. Um, we're like best friend. We're like soul brothers for a long time. And it was, it's very hard to see someone going down like a darker path mm -hmm. and, and choosing to indulge and explore very, you know, painful cycles that you feel from the outside would be kind of an easy solve if they just did X, Y, and Z. Um, but it, so it's, it's hard. I, I sympathize with people who struggle with this because I, I did in the past anyway. Mm -hmm. I used to struggle. But anyway, what I was going to say is what ha what really helps me is to actually like be an example of an awakening soul right. and choose to look at people from an expanded state of consciousness, meaning that we're looking at a very temporary expression of a large higher self over soul inter eternal being mm -hmm. and what they chose to do from that higher level it's there, we can't expect it to make sense to our limited linear thinking minds. Right. We don't know what's underneath those cycles. We don't know how many lifetimes they've struggled with maybe addiction and now they want to go deep into it right now and explore it to really get the most out of it. So how are we, who are we to think we can just swoop in and say, dude, you just need to get your act together. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't. So anyway, looking at it from a higher perspective, a soul level can be very helpful when watching others struggle in life. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Okay, right <laughs> here I, uh, let's see, I wrote down acceptance. Okay, we're going to kind of, this is slightly the same in a sense as I, we kind of went, we kind of went all over the place yeah. in the last one. So the, a teeny bit of overlap, but, but this, I'm going to talk about the, the acceptance in a bit of a different light, meaning accepting who they are. Like we'll use partners as an example, accepting who Patty is what she believes, her style of going through life, her passions, her joys, her, her choices. Um, I might not always agree with them. I might not always understand them, but it creates friction when I try to influence them, mm -hmm. right? Like uh, I'll try to use, like for example, like when I started to go through like a Kundalini awakening and then like a few years after I started to become, 
you know, very quickly up to date with the, just the nature of reality and, and, and all about, I learned a lot about the shift of consciousness taking place on the planet. And it's such an important thing to me. And it, it is, of course, at, in a sense. But Patty didn't really seem to resonate with a lot of that. You didn't care much about it. You would listen. But um, it was important for me to say, you know what? She, I guess she doesn't need to, she doesn't feel the need to study this stuff to the depths that I do. And that's fine. Right. And I, I would always kind of just say like, I don't need to do that because you tell me everything that you know. So yeah, <laughs> there's I, no I need, you know, <laughs> but yeah, I can see, I can see that. And, you know, and going in a, a little bit more of a practical sense, like me, I have a lot of idiosyncrasies that might annoy you. You know, I'm very, um, stubborn. I, I am very, um, I don't know what are some of my 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 things that annoy you like uh um I have ways of being very neurotic and controlling yeah. about like my life and stuff and mm-hmm. I can be very probably tough to live with at times but but you accept that and you allow me to be that you say you know what this is just these are his quirks you have your quirks that mm-hmm. drive me a little bit nutty but there's that underlying acceptance for the relationship to work I can't have reservations hoping you're going to change right. and, and hoping you're going to become someone I think you should be if there's always that expectation and underlying goal or desire it's going to be a, a relationship filled with disappointment yeah and also I mean I wouldn't want you to be in a relationship with me in in a way like with the expectation that I'm going to turn into the person you want me to be. Right. I want to be the person you want as I am. Yeah. You know, and that that's something. And you are. Yeah. Thank you, honey. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and that's something also like when you said like there can't be any reservation. I think that's super important. Like people aren't going to change. You can't change people. You can't make them do anything. They have to be the ones to make the decision to change. So if you go into a friendship or a, a, a dating relationship with the expectation, like, you know what? I really don't like this aspect of their personality, but maybe I can get them to change. That is just the wrong way to go into a relationship. It's good to say, you know what? I may not like this, but I can accept it as, as it is. Right. And I can accept them as they are. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and the nice thing, there's actually way more beauty and excitement and uh, satisfaction in the diversity, right? And if also, you were, sorry, ahead. also if you um, look at maybe like, okay, why don't I like that aspect of their personality? Because it might trigger you, and that and that can also be healing for you, you know, yeah. in, in your own way. And maybe the relationship doesn't work out because that's something the the specific thing you can't overlook. But then there's still healing that happens for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was gonna say something a little bit like uh, going off in a slightly different direction, involving like, like That's okay, go ahead. I think our minds like it would be cool. Like, it wouldn't it be great if Patty could talk about spirituality with me. What you do in your own way? Wouldn't it be great if Patty did this and that? But it's actually way better that you're you and I'm me because mm-hmm. we complement each other. Right. Like the areas that I tend to be very like 
you know, analytical and focused and goal driven, you're way more carefree and allowing and relaxing. And I don't understand how that could be, how <laughs> anyone could tick that way. And you probably don't understand why anyone would choose to drive themselves crazy the way I do myself sometimes being the way I am. But together we're like a, a balance, a, a force to be reckoned with, you mm-hmm. know, and, and we really like our, 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 our opposing traits are very complementary in right. our relationship. Right. Because I could benefit from being more structured and like organized and, sure. you know, um, so it, it's good because then I can see, you know, the, the things that are good about the, being opposite with you, but then also how you are, it benefits me to see that because then I can say, okay, maybe I would be better if I created a list of things that I need to do. So I don't forget to buy something at the grocery store or right, something, right. you know what I mean? Like it, it's all, it's perfect balance. It is. It really seems to me, if I had to guess, I, I really feel strongly that our souls knew exactly what they were doing when they made the choice of whom to incarnate with and, and be around because many of you being the way you are being so different from me has been very healing for me because like, mm. I got to shed so much light into myself and I've been able to kind of like anytime I've been in resistance towards something you're doing or anyone for that matter mm-hmm. it's uh, I can always look and say well why am I why why mm-hmm. and I can you, know, you can really do a lot of healing as you said from just the people in your life and their different ways of being yeah um let's see there's something else I was going to say about this I think as time goes on People, in fact, I'm seeing this now. You guys probably do as well. People are coming more into an, an embodiment, an alignment with their really unique self. And as people start to kind of blossom into their unique selves and aren't so much just going with the flow and fitting the mold um, of like societal conditioning, it's going to become increasingly, in a sense, necessary to be more accepting. Because we're seeing it in the world, like people are, there's some really like, there's so many different like belief systems and religions mm-hmm. and ways of being and choices and, and mindsets of people that are so foreign to me. I can't understand it, but I think for our, for the world in a, in a whole to be harmonious, we really need to learn to accept that we're all different and right. that's fine. And even without understanding, you know, because everyone has their own life journey and, um, to to have and there it's their right to have their own beliefs like for example I had a friend who she's very um very religious and um very uh Christian and would talk to me about um finding Jesus and repenting and you know uh, asking God for forgiveness for my sins and I just finally I was just I would just listen and I'd say okay okay but finally I just said listen I can't um, believe the same things that you believe because I don't regret my sins. So I'm not going to ask for forgiveness for my sins because they've helped mold me to be who I am. And all my mistakes are, have made me who I am. So I can't believe what you believe. So we can't keep having this discussion. Otherwise we can't really be friends if, if that's going to be how it is, you know? Yeah. And it was fine after that. We, she never, not until years later, but, um, she, we never had that discussion again. And, um, it's, that was just about like being able to verbalize that, like, it's okay to not have the same beliefs and we can still be friends. 
Right. If that's a topic, a hot topic for discussion, maybe we just avoid it. If you really care about a friendship or a relationship, I mean, I guess being in a, in a spousal relationship, that would be more challenging, not having the same belief system, but it's not necessary if you don't discuss it, you know, and just accept like, Hey, that's okay. Right. And I would even say that we have sometimes, we have different ways of, you know, interpreting certain things. Well, I things. meant more like religion. Re- that, that can be a very important thing and to And political. Many like I those understand. two things are like the really hot topics that are, you know, you generally want to be on the same page. But even I know people that um, they're married and they don't tell their spouse who they voted for. It's <laughs> because they just don't have the same. They agree uh, that to, to disagree and that's okay. And that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what I like about what you said, though, is that. Like sometimes you might be surprised at how open and, and tolerant people can be when you approach them in the way you did your friend. You yeah. didn't say, listen, just stop it, blah, blah, blah. You were, you, just, you were very honest with the situation, very assertive, but also very exuding acceptance for her beliefs, not saying that I wish you thought my way. And I think we can like be like a, a way shower in that way with our other relationships. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really taught how to be that way in school right. or, you know, I had, kind of had to learn through trial and error, but... A lot of times, I think a lot of people count relationships out due to some of the things we're discussing when they might be surprised that just doing something as simple as what you just suggested or, yeah. or said to your friend can really have a huge influence. And I've noticed that with my friend Marvin, who is also extremely, probably more religious than your, your buddy. Yeah. M- maybe not. He was really. But I, we, we helped each other become more accepting because mm-hmm. we, we had to accept that each other had our own beliefs. Right. Yeah. I was going to say something, but now I kind of forgot about what it, what it was. That's okay. We're going on a long time about this. You want to think for a moment or you want to move on? If I remember, I'll just be like, oh yeah, I remembered. (laughs) Yeah. And I would say number three is energy and more specifically like putting in energy and communications is an element of this. I know you'll probably want to touch on, but putting, uh, it's like a, like a plant, if you just stop watering the plant or you stop feeding it sunlight and, and giving it the right conditions, it's going to be okay for a few days, most likely, because plants are pretty tough and resilient, but eventually they start to kind of die. And that's the same thing with the relationship. And we ran into this kind of in a, in a big way, I'd say about a year ago, when I started getting more you know, busy with my, my work on YouTube and stuff, and I really kind of was sucked into this whole new all these new projects and meeting all these new people. And then you at that time were kind of going very deep into like shamanism and stuff. And for a while we were just kind of like all of our energy was going into our passions and mm-hmm. we, so, we neglected directions. our relationship and there became a point where we felt a little bit disconnected. Like mm-hmm. we were just coexisting. Yeah. Um, I feel like it, that, that kind of has happened throughout our relationship here and there. Um, but I think the most important thing is when you, we notice that that's happening because it can take like a few weeks or a month before yeah. we realize like, oh, we need to like come back to each other. Yeah. You know, but people can go on like that for years. I know. And that, and, and I think it's harder and harder. And it gets harder and harder to bring each other back. So when we notice that we're not, maybe communicating as well then we'll say okay we're in need of a date night we need to like reconnect yeah. and like get back to each other because <clears throat> you know ultimately we're riding this life journey together so it's like we want it to we don't want to just coexist in the same house with the kids together right. we want to like be in love as we are 
Yeah, but that but that can also that can take like real effort and mm-hmm. going against the grain because we we sort of build momentum in life so quickly. And if we start building momentum, sort of parting ways in our own mindsets yeah. and whatnot, um, then even though we can recognize it from from this distance that hey, we need to get back to each other, it can take it can take a little bit of energy. I remember. I remember like when we recognized that and we would like go on dates and stuff for, for, for a little while there, we almost didn't really know what to talk about because mm-hmm. you were so consumed with all the stuff you were into mm-hmm. and I was so consumed and it would be more like, we'd be just talking about we'd our just own take things. turns talking about yeah. ourselves and what we're into, but neither of us really cared that much. We didn't have enough stuff that we did together. We kind of lost that for a little while, but my mm-hmm. point is it took energy. It wasn't just as relationships i think even a, we have a solid soulmate relationship we've been together for you know married for over 10 years um but it still takes effort to really maintain that healthy relationship yeah um the i'd say like the most important aspect of coming back to each other is saying like when you notice your needs aren't getting met then you say okay my needs aren't getting met what are the things that i need from my partner and how can i discuss this with them without making them feel like they're being attacked. Yeah. You know, because a lot of times if you say, Oh, you're not doing this for me because you're feeling like resentful, that's going to start a whole argument. Right. But if you say, Hey, I've been feeling really distant from you lately. And I feel like maybe I need a little bit more love and like attention. That's appropriate to say that because you deserve to get the love and attention that you need, um, from your partner and they won't feel attacked because you're saying you're making it like, I feel like I need this more. Is this something that you can do realistically? Right. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And that's, I think that's one of the, if there was a fourth key, it's, it's communication and it's not just about talking. It's about being able to communicate your feelings in a way that, the partner or the friend or whatever is actually receptive Mm -hmm. to. And that's, it's, it can be difficult because sometimes when there's like, maybe your needs aren't getting met, for example, and this goes on for a month or two, there tends to be a buildup of resentment. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, it's very hard sometimes not to get tempered when you're finally expressing it, but it really takes restraint and, and understanding that I need to go about this in a smooth way. Mm-hmm. for me to actually get what I want in the first place and to not unnecessarily upset my partner who right. might have been oblivious to these unres- these unmet needs of mine. Right, yeah. Um, communicating without emotion, just simply like saying in a loving, as loving of a way as you can, if you're feeling resentful or upset, avoid it. Yeah. Avoid talking about it. Just come back to the discussion once you're feeling more at peace because I, as before um, Vic and I met, um, I was in therapy and um, I was having issues with my mom and um, my therapist basically said like, you're getting nowhere with how you're reacting because that's what you're doing. You're reacting to your emotional response to her behavior. Mm. But as soon as I, started being assertive without emotion that's when i started getting the results from my mom that i needed that i wanted Mm -hmm. and so that sort of that was really beneficial for me to to go into this relationship but even still it took years of practice because it's hard especially for me when i was younger i was a lot more um 
quick hot headed and quick to anger, right. quick to be emotional. Um, but now I've sort of think leveled out a little bit. Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> yeah, and it, it takes practice. It's very yeah. hard not to react when those emotions flare up. Yeah. And I'm not always successful and neither are you, but no. we're, we're a heck of a lot better than we used to be. And therefore our relationship is a lot more, you know, we're a lot more connected and we don't have as many of those blowouts as we used to. Yeah. Yeah. We don't really. <laughs> it's good. It's no, good. I'm we're like, better. Good. We've over the years become much better communicators. Yeah. Um, so anything else you want to add before we close? There's a book I want to recommend to people. No, I'm good. Yeah, in fact, I was just doing my kundalini yoga and like breath work before we did the podcast. I always do that before I do my content. Um, and I'm, I'm doing it. And I'm like real. I'm next to a couple of bookshelves in my office here. And this one book popped out at me. And I haven't even like looked at it in years. And it's it just ironic and synchronistic because it's very, I think it's, it's like a must read, man, for anybody who wants to really build, like get good at communication and building relationships and, and whatnot. It's a very popular book. You guys probably heard about it. It's called How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. It's over 75 years in print. It's a very well-known book. And it just goes into the art of communication, basically. It's not so much about how to like sneak your way to friendships and, and manipulate people, like the title almost suggests. It's, <laughs> it's how to really get along with people in a harmonious way. Yeah. And one of the main points that's always stuck with me to this day is seek not to be understood, but to understand. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a fundamental framework that can help you within your relationships um, of all kinds is really just trying to understand where the person's coming from, what their thoughts are. And then once you have an understanding, then going in and getting your communication you know, um, across to them, it's, it's much more effective. It's much easier. And you avoid a lot of those snags along mm, the way yeah so anyway that's a badass book guys how to win friends and influence people by dale carnegie i've read it many times it's sitting on my like i have a bookshelf in my room that has like a lot of my favorite books so i can like see them and be reminded and this is definitely one of them yeah okay my friends before we go let me say we have literally two spots left in our august sedona retreat the last one of the year and you can just go ahead and email us or get in touch with us. You probably know how to get in touch with us by now. <laughs> um, if you want info about that, it's going to probably go in the next day or so. Um, so if you're on the fence, now would be the time because it's, it's just going to be gone soon. Um, in fact, I have always have a lot of people reach out after we sell out. Like they mm -hmm. don't take the scarcity seriously. They're like, Victor, is there any open spots? And it's like, no, I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> but uh, anyways, my friends, with that, we are going to close. You guys have an amazing day. Have a fantastic week. Uh, a beautiful month. We're in a brand new month. Very exciting, and we will be in touch soon. Yes. All right, namaste. Namaste.